Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. Early on, I was put on a, a networking uh, assignment for NASA, and uh, I didn't study uh, networking in school. So after the initial panic, uh, I bought a, a college textbook and I started reading uh, at night and on the weekends. Uh, I got my hands on every networking magazine and, and read it on the metro to and from work. And I'll, I'll tell you, at first it, it seemed Greek, um, but over time it, it made sense and I ended up really loving that area of technology. It's time for Women Who Code Conversations, a segment to hear from top technology professionals sitting down with a Women Who Code member to discuss real-world experiences in the industry, what they've learned over the course of their career, and what they think is coming next for tech. Hi, everybody. I'm Jessica. I'm an evangelist at Women Who Code, as well as a senior uh, software engineer at Parallel Domain. Joining us today is Maura Arts. She's the uh, Vice President of Technology at the Home Depot, supporting merchandising, uh, since joining the Home Depot in 2012, Mora has led several multi-year transformational endeavors, enabling a foundation for interconnected retail. Mora has a wealth of industry insights and leadership experience, uh, having served as Senior Vice President and CIO of Bilo uh, Winn-Dixie, groceries preferred to the uh, Home Depot. She recently completed a three-year term as a co-chair of the Home Depot Technology Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Council and participate in the company mentorship program. So uh, welcome, Maura. Um, can you start to explain your current role at the Home Depot and what you find to be the most rewarding in it? Sure, thanks, Jessica. Um, and thank you to Women Who Code um, for having me. Um, my current role, I work closely with, with multiple leaders and teams to set strategic direction, uh, oversee software development and support uh, all applications in merchandising. Um, I would say that, you know, the best part or most rewarding part is I get to have one eye towards the future and strategic planning of our systems uh, while simultaneously focusing on solving immediate problems that will deliver business value and contribute to the larger goals of the company. And I understand that you have supported a wide variety of technologies through your career. Can you give us a sneak peek of what you did and uh, why it's important to explore different opportunities to build your skill set uh, and grow your career? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I started in management consulting, uh, which taught me to quickly assess a situation and uh, hit the ground running. Um, early on, I was put on a, a networking uh, assignment for NASA, and uh, I didn't study uh, networking in school. So after the initial panic, uh, I bought a, a college textbook and I started reading uh, at night and on the weekends. Uh, I got my hands on every networking magazine and, and read it on the metro to and from work. And I'll, I'll tell you, at first, it, it seemed Greek. Um, but over time, it, it made sense, and I ended up really loving that area of technology. And then later, I was, um, I was hired as a network engineer for a retail company. And uh, later, uh, I returned to application development, and you know, I had to dust off my 
my programming skills, uh, learned some, some different languages, and I also then became interested in security um, enough that I went through some uh, certification and, and got my CISSP. I think today, like my part of my emphasis on secure code with my teams uh, stems from that appreciation of security. And so, you know, what I would say is that one of the best parts of technology is that this field is always changing. And my advice would be to, to stay curious and force yourself out of your comfort zone uh, to continuously learn. And that will lead to opportunities that you didn't even know really existed. And uh, speaking of comfort zone, uh, prior to the Home Depot, you uh, took a risk and you confounded your own company. How did this impact your career and lead you to where you are today as a leader in technology? Uh, sure. So I had gotten to the point in my, in my consulting career um, where I kept getting asked, do you want to go into management or do you want to stay technical? And I really just, I didn't want to choose. And I felt that the best leaders um, were, were both. And so with a couple of colleagues, we created a company uh, essentially to have control over the type of work that we did. And um, I would say that experience taught me a lot of lessons. Um, like first, I learned to appreciate what it takes to start a company, like the legal, the business, insurance, the health benefits, the accounting, uh, and the responsibility that comes with it. Uh, you know, pe people think, hey, when you have a company, you can do whatever you want um, or that it's less work. And what I learned was I had clients to answer to. Uh, I had colleagues to support and I really had to work my butt off. Um, and the experience, it humbled me. And yet I would say it bolstered my confidence to handle and overcome tough situations because I had already learned how to figure out a lot of things that I didn't know. Um, I also learned that I really like wearing different hats. And I was uh, having at times to sell work as well as deliver solutions. And that could be really high pressure, uh, but at the same time, it was also exhilarating and satisfying to be able to see something from start to finish. And, um, you know, I would say the last big lesson from that that has impacted me as a leader is just realizing it's a small world and clients that I often worked with or firms that we subcontracted uh, for have have crossed my career path multiple times. And so my advice would be to handle each situation with with grace and professionalism and take the approach that you may work together again uh, with everyone that you meet. And uh, through your career, you went from uh, reading very technical book in the Metro to uh, a more uh, of a leadership and management role. Uh, what advice do you have for women in tech who are newer in their career and interested in transitioning to people management one day? Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, you know, one of my one of my favorite authors is is Clayton Christensen. And um, he once said, management is the most noble of professions if it's practiced well, 
um, that no other occupation offers as many ways to help others learn and grow, take responsibility, um, be recognized for achievement and contribute to success of a team. So my advice would be go into management because you wanna make a greater impact on your organization and to grow others. And, um, you know, I just, I think it's important to manage the entire person, uh, understand who they are, their career aspirations, how they like to be coached or recognized. And, uh, you know, for me personally, the, the best managers I've had are those that have also established that personal connection. Yeah, I really share uh, your feeling on that, that either on the management side or on the uh, individual contributor side, that was something very important and what different and very good manager from not so good one, uh, basically. And um, I wanted to ask you uh, on something a bit different. Uh, how have you been able to leverage uh, technology in your career to help power retail operation? Wow. Um, you know, it was funny. I was talking at a different meeting earlier today, and I think I led with technology powers everything in retail, um, whether it's hiring people or forecasting products. And at the Home Depot, I've been really fortunate to work in both supply chain inventory uh, as well as merchandising areas. And both of those areas uh, leverage sophisticated algorithms. Uh, they use a variety of technologies such as Java and uh, Google Cloud, and Cassandra and Python uh, to solve real world uh, problems. And merchandising is one of several areas in the company um, that has really been integral in expanding our, our interconnected uh, retail capabilities, which I think is super exciting. So talking about uh, operating uh, between uh, uh, values like stores and at such a scale um, with the Home Depot, have you encountered any technical challenges while working here? And uh, if so, how was your approach to resolving them? How can I say this? Performance and resiliency at scale is, I think, a challenge for any large company. Um, just the sheer volumes, you know, present a challenge in itself. And uh, what's one of my favorite sayings, I, th I think it's uh, luck favors the prepared. And so I would say, you know, at the Home Depot, um, you know, we performance test our systems. We make sure we can handle those um, peaks uh, associated with holidays. Uh, we even employ destructive testing. And there's just, there's a high frequency, um, high amount of emphasis on resiliency. And, um, you know, the other challenge with a, with a really large company is, is the problems that we are tackling often cross multiple functions and, and teams. So that also means uh, that things like collaboration, coordination, and communication uh, or I'll call them my, my three C's, uh, are also uh, really key skills to have as well. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's very interesting uh, to see like how you can operate like, yeah, on like such an incredible scale uh, that some people might not be exposed to. And you also have been doing uh, 
like we mentioned in your introduction, uh, that you do a lot of mentorship and so on. So uh, how helping other growing technology is important to you as a leader? And how do you like to pay it forward for women in tech? Well, I mean, I'll say I am very fortunate to work for a company that, that values growing people and their careers. Uh, I pay it forward in a couple of different ways. Um, I am a mentor in the Home Depot mentorship program. Um, I also mentor other diverse leaders outside of that. And, um, you know, recently I completed a, a three-year uh, term as one of the co-chairs of the Technology Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Council. And that's where we really worked with our committees to, to raise awareness and promote inclusiveness. Yeah, that's that's something very important to uh, find a mentor. And uh, when I read about the Young People Mentorship Program, I was very, very impressed. Uh, and that's very valuable. And uh, I really appreciate you, that even as an outsider, that you take uh, some of your time to mentor people and help them grow uh, as well. Um, Outside of work, what do you like to do? Uh, I mean, I love to travel, um, play guitar. I probably cook and eat a little too much um, and, uh, you know, do stuff with family. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's good to be able to relax as well. Uh, and that also uh, with work, I found. Do you have any uh, departing tips uh, for uh, our viewers? I would just, you know, reiterate that, I mean, technology is a wide field. Uh, there's just so many opportunities. And just for folks, don't be afraid to try a different part of technology during your career. Uh, even if it means taking a lateral position, um, you know, just take the approach that you're going to just keep learning. And with that, you'll, you'll see there's more than one path to get to where you want to be. Well, thank you very much, Mara, for your time. Uh, we really appreciate uh, all of your insight and sh sharing your experience. So uh, I hope you have a good day today. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash women who code. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.